0: your goodness and your blessing that is upon this congregation this morning we know that whatever you're going to say you're going to do for you are not a man who speaks and doesn't do thank you for giving us understanding of the scriptures and giving us an ability to benefit from your words we receive your word amen I'd like us to go to the book of Luke, chapter 11. As we are going to the book of Luke, just to your neighbor and give your neighbor a good smile. Tell your neighbor, feel free. If you want to shout, shout. If you want to jump down, you can feel free around me. Because sometimes if you want to shout and you're looking at your neighbor, it's just too serious. Feel free. Luke eleven, verse one. The Bible says, and it came to pass that as he was praying, Jesus, as he was praying in a certain place, when he sees when he has stopped praying, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples, these people had seen Jesus perform so many miracles; they have heard Jesus teach with so much wisdom. I thought they would go to him and say, Lord, teach us to perform miracles. Or teach us to speak as wise as you do. They have come to to realize that the secret to his power, the secret to his wisdom, was his prayer life. So they said, Lord, teach us to pray. Now, I want you to also realize that these people were prayerful people. Jews were raised to pray. They they prayed. But there was something they noticed that was different about Jesus. Every time he prayed, results show forth. And the trouble with the Lord God's people today is not that they are not praying, but that they don't know how to pray. Ask a neighbor, do you know how to pray? They don't know how to pray. And so they don't get results when they pray. Because they don't know how to pray. And the Holy Spirit has asked me to bring an answer that Jesus gave to his disciples to help you learn to pray. Now, there are so many things that we can teach you about prayer, just so many things. So many things. I want to focus on an area that's Has not been been emphasized when it comes to prayer. First of all, I want us to realize that there are different types of prayer, different kinds. Netball is sport, basketball is sport, but they are not the same sport. Am I correct? They have different rules, they even have different balls that they get to use. That's what you call it a netball, basketball, football. Even though they are all sports, they are different. It's the same thing with prayer. There are different kinds of prayer. And they have different rules that govern them. And they are also different in content. And the principles that governs these prayers are different. The methods are different. For example, we have the prayer of faith. James chapter 5, verse, uh, we read verse 14 to verse, to verse 15. He says, the prayer of faith shall send the yes. sick." He said the prayer of intercession, it's the prayer of faith. So we've got to learn, what is the prayer of faith? How do we pray the prayer of faith? What are the rules that govern the prayer of faith? And then the scripture shows us the prayer of petition. There is a prayer of intercession and different rules govern these prayers. The importance of the rules cannot be overemphasized. For example, you cannot use the rules of the prayer of faith when you are praying the prayer of intercession. Let's say you are praying for the nation of Zambia that Zambia should be saved. You cannot pray and say in Jesus' name Zambia saved." I believe that it is done. Amen. That prayer will not work. But if you're praying concerning your finances, you can say in Jesus' name, I command money to come, and I believe that money has come, thank you Lord Jesus, it's better. That will work with the prayer of faith, it will not work with the prayer of intercession. So, because of the lack of understanding, you see Christians get the rules that apply to the prayer of intercession and apply them to the prayer of faith, and then they don't get an answer. Because in the spirit, just like a sport, they have committed a foul. Hallelujah. They have broken the rules. Maybe we should take some time to teach on the different kinds of prayers and the rules that govern them. But that's not what we're going to do today. Today, I want to focus on the different postures that we make in prayer. So you can title it, Postures in Prayer. Did you know that your posture, the posture of your body, is important in prayer? The Bible tells us that there are different postures, and that these different postures can be used to pray different kinds of prayers. Praise the Lord. I want us to begin by talking about the standing posture. There are prayers that you can pray. Let's start with the sitting. No, let's start with sitting. Then we'll do with standing and others. There are prayers that you can pray while you are seated. There are prayers you don't pray while seated. There are prayers you can pray on your knees. And then we'll be able to discuss different kinds of postures. Are you ready to learn? First Chronicles chapter 17, verse 16. Look at this. And David the king came, look at what he did, and sat before the Lord and said, he sat. The scripture is on the screen in case he didn't hear it. He sat before the Lord. This man sat before. This is in prayer. He sat. He was not standing. He was not jumping. He was not pressing the floor. He sat. They were never sitting in prayer. <laughs> and what did he say? He now said to the Lord, Who am I, O Lord, Lord? And what is my house that thou hast brought me this out Then The to ask God questions. I call this the learning posture. When you want God to teach you, you want God to show you things and help you understand things, you don't move to control in prayer. You don't hey, Mother Showilah, what should I do? Hey, no, brother. That's a different kind of prayer also. And I will show you from for that kind of prayer, you it is required that you sit. Sit down. There's somebody to there next thing you sit down. <laughs> and then you can ask God different questions and he will answer you. Luke chapter 10, verse 39. The Bible tells us that Martha had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet. She sat. What did she sit down to do? The Bible says, and hear his words. You want to hear his words, sit down and listen. Sit down and listen. Here you are taking the posture of a son or the posture of a friend. Sitting to listen to your friend, Sitting to listen to your father, talk to you. John chapter 15, verse 15. Look at this scripture. John 15, verse 15. Henceforth I call you not servants. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. Why have I called you friends? He says, the shepherd does not know what his master does, but a friend will know. He says, but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my father, I have made them known unto you. As a friend. Psalm chapter 46, verse 10. Psalm 46, verse 10. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen, I will be exalted in the earth. Be still. We are learning postures in prayer. So you sit. Because you are expecting to learn, you are expecting that the Lord will teach you something, you will sit with your mother. And then you can start by speaking in tongues and just talk to him, just commune with him, ask him questions. What should I do to make my marriage to it? What should I do to move forward? You know, a lot of Christians have seen they're not interested in hearing what God has to say. They're just interested in seeing God do something. Meanwhile, God can give you an answer. He can tell you right there I know what you're about to do. Hallelujah. Trust on my business. Trust on my business. Or you can sit down and listen. Let God talk to you about how. Or what you should do to make that business prosper. Then you will know how to act, and your actions will, will cause results to manifest. Or you just be crying, prosper, give prosperity. Ah, 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 and you shout and shout. There's a time to pray like that, and there is a time to listen. We said that prayer is communication with God. Communication is not complete, it's one side. You need to hear, you need to listen, praise the Lord, Proverbs 23 verse 26, he says in Proverbs 23 26, my son give me thine heart and let the eyes observe my words, so before your eyes can be opened to observe how God does what he does, he says you must give in your heart your attention. And this is where worship becomes important. This is where you know you begin to just worship Him, and you may be seated and you're just worshiping Him. You, you are giving Him praise, you're just lifting His name so that He has all your attention. And then you find all of a sudden your eyes can you know, observe His ways. Because you see, if you can know the ways of God, you can command the acts of God. You can do the works of God, you can manifest the power of God. Praise the Lord. Yes? The sitting posture. For so you seat. Many years ago, when I started learning about this, do you know what I would do? I would get two chairs, one for me, the other for the Lord. It just covered my head, you know. So I would sit on that chair and say, Lord, please have a seat. I want us to talk about yesterday. I didn't like the way the day went, and I don't want that day to, to repeat itself. Why should I do? And you see, God will meet you according to your faith. And the presence of God will just feel that group. And all of a sudden, He says, Write this down. Don't do this, don't do that. Do this, everything. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I think that's more exciting than. A religious prayer life. Where you just, hey hey, 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 Father, God, no response. You're talking to someone who has the ability to talk back to you. He is the one who gives you the mouth and the ears in the first place. You should remember that. How do I you know it's God talking? You will know. Because you are His sheep. And the Bible says, My sheep hear my voice and they know it. You know, you will know it. You will know it. When God speaks to you, you will know. You will know. Because that voice comes with peace. He says, He leads me beside what? Steel waters. So, one of the ways you can know whether it's God speaking or not is whether the mood, the voice of God has a mood, the voice of God has emotions. The question is, is it peace that is accompanying that voice? Or is trouble? Confusion. it's confusion, it's not God, it's not a lot of confusion. And then you see, God is love. The voice of God is the voice of love. You will know when the voice of love is speaking to you. You will know. And then another posture, the standing posture. Mark chapter 11, verse 25. He says, When you stand praying, did you see that? When you do what? Talk to me, I can't hear you. When you do what? So these are prayers that you pray when you are standing. This one, you're not standing, oh God, what should I say? He says when you stand praying, to get it in context, you we'll have to read verse 23 and verse 24. In verse 23 he talks about speaking to the mountain. Now you don't speak to the mountains when you ask it. You have to stand to speak to the mountain. In verse 24, it talks about praying the prayer of faith. And when you pray, believe you have received. You have to pray that prayer while you're standing. Say good amen if you're following When you stand praying, he says, if you're praying like that and then you remember there is someone you need to forgive, he says, forgive. If you're against standing, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. When you stand praying, Luke chapter 9, verse 29. The Bible says, And as he prayed, Jesus, as he prayed, something happened while he was praying. The fashion of his countenance was altered, and his raiment was white and him. And behold, they had talked with him two men. Let's go meet men which were moses and elias who appeared in glory so the bible says one you spread the glory of god manifested it says these two men appeared in glory and spoke of his disease which he should accomplish at Jerusalem but Peter and they that were with him let's continue Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep and when they were awake they saw his glory and the two men that stood with him i want you to notice something the bible says these two men were standing and the bible says they were standing alone they were standing with jesus meaning that jesus was praying this prayer while he was standing he was standing and he was praying and while he was praying is the glory of god just manifested and then these two men appeared. And he began to talk to him. You're going to die, you're going to die in Jerusalem. You're supposed to accomplish this. And he says, I know, I know. He's not praying on his knees. There's a prayer where he prayed on his knees in the ground of Gethsemane. The Bible says he cast himself down and he began to pray because he was praying a prayer of dedication and consecration. He says, Father, if it will be your will, let this cup pass Nevertheless, you only don't mind me that. And the Bible says his sway was like great droplets of glass. In Hebrews, it says he cried so loud. His voice was so hearing. Hmm. He was shouting and praying so loud on top of his voice. But in this particular place, he was standing. So you see that you can pray while seated. <laughs> but then you see, you don't, you don't pray pray up in your in that position. You can say, ah. Now, Father, I am praying for my mother in the name of Jesus. Oh, no, no, You've got to stand for that. I admit, Lord. No, no, you have to stand. I'll show you, maybe next Sunday, I'll show you about that prayer where you place the all because they are all in the scriptures. Some yes. no, of these things you've been doing then without knowing what you are doing. So it's too deep prayer. You want to speak to something and no money to go? You can stand and let me show you some more scriptures. Second Chronicles chapter twenty verse five. Second Chronicles chapter twenty verse five. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah in Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. Look at verse thirteen. Verse thirteen. And all Judah stood before the Lord. Remember, David the Bible says he sat before the Lord. Here you see Jehoshaphat standing before the Lord. They were all aware that the Lord was right before them. And to give you the background of this story, two great nations have come up against them. And here Jehoshaphat begins to pray a prayer of petition. He begins to give God reasons why these three nations should not defeat them. He begins to remind God of the covenant that he had made with the house of Judah. He begins to remind God that these are His people, and then while they were praying in that manner, the Bible says they stood, including the little ones. They had to make sure everyone was standing. Wow. Amen. Amen. It was not some few people standing; under sitting. They all stood. Stood people. The little ones stood. Right. The Bible says their wives and their children. Yeah. They all yeah. stood. Yeah. They all stood, yeah. and this man. No. This king was bringing forth reasons. In the prayer of petition, you bring the reasons. <laughs> I was telling someone, I said, Look, because this person came to receive prayer for a job. I said, I want you to think about something you might not have thought about. You, apply, you are applying for this job. And you are not the only Let's say there are 20 that are applying for the same job. And they say 15 of them are Christians and 15, not only are they Christians, they are also going to their pastor. Praise God. Yeah. They want miracle job but it's just one job. And all the pastors have released the word of Faith and said go it is his dad settled." his Oh, get this up. <laughs> This is, you don't pray the prayer. It is definitely it will not work. It may work if you don't have other Christians
1: involved.
0: <laughs> but if you have other Christians involved, you don't pray that. This is where you bring forth strong reasons. Why should the job be given to you instead of anyone else? Why you? This is where you turn your prayer room into a courtroom to you present your guests. I'm the eldest in my family. My siblings are not in school. When I get this job, I'll be able to help them go to school. I am a partner. When I get the job, I will increase my partnership. And Father, what can you not give to a soul winner? I am a soul winner. You begin to bring forth your strong reasons. It's the same thing. You are praying that it should not rain. There is another person who is praying that it should rain in the same heaven. <laughs> Whose prayer will God answer? you be it shall not rain. In Jesus' name. And the other one is saying, Father, let it rain. Let it rain. Open the flakest of heaven. Let it rain. I found a seed in this ground. I want to see a harvest. I'll tell you the person who will get the answer. One who has the strongest reasons. And then what if they all pray for strong reasons? <laughs> is there a sacrifice involved? There <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you study scripture, you understand why even sometimes Christians will lose an opportunity and a non will get it. Hmm. Remember, remember when the king of Israel, the king of Judah came to Elisha to ask him whether or not they should go and fight. The prophet of God said, go and fight. Go, go to Egypt. The Bible says when they went to fight, they were winning the battle. Everything was going fine. And the king, the enemy king, when he saw that he was losing the fight, he got his son, his only son, the one who should have ruled in his state, offered him as a bank sacrifice. Mm. And the Bible says, go tell the children of Israel. Mm. Even though there was a prophetic word that we were going to win, because of the sacrifice, God said, look, this man has given his own sacrifice. Wow. This victory means more to him than it means to you. So then it returns to him. Mm. Mm. Uh. And you see, these things happen. God says, ah, I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. This one has even killed his own man for the job. <laughs> I'll give you another one. <laughs> this one has given so much money, even though he has not given the money to God. One of the things that God respects is sacrifice. God says, ah, the value of the soul is greater than the value of soul. Now, in that case, that's where you also learn the value of sacrifice. You offer something as a sacrifice. You offer something. Look at what, what happens nowadays. Huh? You find that uh, they are only employing 200 and over 3,000 have applied. What are you going to do? That's what I'm showing you. They stood there and the king brought strong reasons before God. First Samuel. Chapter 1. Let me show you another woman. Another person who prayed the prayer of petition in the standing position. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 26 to 27. This is Hannah. The Bible says, and she said, Oh my Lord, as I saw so lived, my Lord, I am the woman. She's speaking to the priest. I am the woman. I am the woman that stood by thee here. I stood in this same temple here. Praying unto the Lord. For this child, I prayed. The Lord has given me my petition, which I asked petition. How did she offer this petition? She stood. huh when you go to a court, you don't kneel before the judge. You stand, and you bring for strong reasons. Why should they not? Why should they not you for all these years? You bring for pure reasons. So Hannah said, I stood here and I prayed. And he says, The Lord has given me my petition. She brought forth her strong reason. She said, Give me a man child. I'll give him back to you. God said, I like that gift. Yeah. She had prayed before nothing happened all this time. She was just saying, Give me a child, give me a child, give me a child. This time she applied another, another principle of prayer and brought forth a strong reason why God should give her a child. 1 Kings chapter 8 and verse 14. Look at this. First Kings, chapter eight, not chapter eighteen, chapter eight. First Kings, chapter eight, verse fourteen. The Bible says, "And the king turned his face about." That means that he turned around and blessed all the congregation of Israel. So, see now, here's the king. He's standing to bless the people. And look at what the people did. And all the congregation of Israel stood. So when blessings are being spoken in the house of God, you don't see your Oh, All these are in the Bible. The Bible says they stood. That's why we say, oh, I'm about to release the blessing now as you home, everybody rise to your feet. Sometimes we don't even say, I may just stand here and say, may this week be a great week for you. If you are sick, you may miss it. Because in the realm of the Spirit, the, your posture is part of the prayer. Your poster is under kind of the tribe, and so the Bible says the all, all the congregation, not some of them, all of them, they stood as the, the king spoke blessings on them. May this week be a great for you. Amen. May God favor you. Amen. No, they were not. Amen. They stood. Hallelujah. Habakkuk chapter two, verse one to verse two. This standing position can also help you to see the vision of God. Many times when I stand to pray like this, I see. Look at what the prophet said. I will do what? Stand upon my watch. That means I will stop whatever I'm doing. I will set me upon the tower. That means I will go to a private place, a place where I will not be disturbed. And I will want to see what he will say unto me, expectation. I will expect to see something from the Lord, a vision. And what I shall answer when I am proved, I'm ready for a conversation. Praise God. And then two, what the Lord answered me and said, write the vision. Praise God. I want us to notice something. He doesn't say go Do and get the notebook. He says write the vision. Meaning what the man had where to write. That's how you're supposed to pray. Pray with your notebook. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then the third posture I want us to learn today is the shaking posture. This is where you shake yourself in prayer. No more that. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. The Bible says, Stear up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. I'm sure. You have been given tea before, and then you say there is no sugar in this tea. And they asked you, have you stared?" You see, you couldn't taste the sugar, not because there was no sugar, but because you did not stir. That's what you find with a lot of Christians. I think I need power. Have you received the Holy Spirit? Yes, but I don't know, there is no power. Have you stared yourself? Mm-hmm. To stir up the gift of God, which is in you, you can stare up that gift. You can stir up the anointing. You can stir up the power of God that is inside you. Stir it up. There are things you can do to stir up the power. You want to change? You want the power to work? He says, stir up the gift of God. When I let hands on you, that gift came inside you. I don't know. I used to prophesy. I know that prophesy. Stir up the gift. It's, gift. it's not dominant, It's Latin. But you can make it active. Stir up the gift of God which is in you. Oh, glory to God. Ephesians 3, verse 20. It says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly, above all that we ask or think. I want us to look at the underlying portion. It says, According to the power that worketh in us. Not according to the power that is at work in heaven. Not according to the power that is at work on earth. The Bible tells us God will do in our lives, work in our lives according to the amount of power that is at work in us. You see, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive all of God's power. But the question is, how much of that power is active? That is the, the determined by you staring at that power. How much of that power do you stare at? You see, when you pray like that, when you pray in this kind of posture I'm showing you, that power will be stared. And God can do more in your life. God can do more. says, according to the power that is you. When your faith has reached a certain point, God can do more. You see, because when faith makes power, miracles happen. The woman with the nation of God had faith, Jesus had power. When faith made power, the issue was solved. And so you've got to learn. now. How do I share up that power? You remember the man Samson. Samson was a man that walked in the power of God physically. The man slaughtered 1,000 soldiers with a simple job of an ass. The man lifted up the gates of the city and went and planted it all in hill just by himself. This Samson was so powerful physically. But you see, they started asking the questions what is the secret of your power? going to asked, what is the secret of your power? That shows us that Samson was not physically built. Samson did not have a V chest. Samson did not have a six-pack. Samson did not have strong biceps. Otherwise, they would have all looked at him and said, We know why you're so proud. You go to the gym. But no, they are looking at this skinny fellow doing amazing things. But it's a secret of your power. So the Bible tells us that Samson one day he explained the secret to Delilah. and told her all the truth. You know, my hair, the off my head, I'll be like just any other man. And she did that. And Samson was not aware. Judges chapter 16, verse 20. And look at what she said now. Judges 16, verse 20. And she said. Samson, Samson, the face times me upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and say, Look at this. I will go out as at other times before. Endure. Talk to me, endure it. Like at other times before. I will go and shake myself. You will go and shake no, no, no. him. Because whenever you shake himself, that power. All of a sudden you'll be telling you another man. God said, well, they are up. He said, I will go like that other time that shake myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Bible says that I mean, he wished the Lord that the Lord was departed from him. He didn't know the anointing was not there anymore. <laughs> Nothing to shake anymore. Uh, I said, I will go like at other time to shake myself. Can I show you another thing? Acts chapter 4, verse 31. Yeah. The Bible tells us that two of the disciples, Peter and John, no, they were persecuted, they were don't preach anymore in his name. They went and reported the matter to the other disciples and said, these are the things that the rulers have taught us. We shouldn't preach anymore in the name of Jesus. And then the Bible says, they prayed a prayer of petition and said, Lord, remember what you said to the mouth of Your and David. And then they prayed, "Stretch your hand to heal the sick. Let merciful signs and wonders be done by the name of Your Holy Cow, Jesus. And the Bible says, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken. Where they were assembled together. The place was shaken. Now, I want you to see here that God was not shaking the place just for the sake of shaking the place. He was shaking the place to shake the people who were in the (laughs) place. Like Samson, they didn't know that they needed to shake themselves, so God had to shake them. And the Bible tells us when they were shaken, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And may I remind you, this was not the day re- they received the Holy Spirit. They have received the Holy Spirit in chapter 2 of the same Corinthians. Here they came under the influence of the Spirit. The Holy Ghost took off. They shook themselves. And the Bible says when that shaking happens, and when they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they spoke the word of God with goodness. And look at verse 33. Look at verse thirty-three, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection. That means when they shook themselves, great power was given great, great power. Great power. First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse four. First Corinthians fourteen, verse four. Prayer postures. We've talked about the sitting posture. They're standing posture is shaking yourself. The Bible says, He that speak in a long time he defies himself. That way they defy also means to charge yourself. Like the way the battery charger charges the battery. You are charging your spirits. But here you're not just ra, 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 ra. No, you are shaking yourself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I said hallelujah. Praise the Lord. These are things that some of you have done without knowing, and you, you know what happened. You may have done it. Eh And then you, you're feeling depressed. If things are not going the way you think they're supposed to go. la ba You're too faithful to fail. You're trying to sing, you're trying to pray. And then you continue. All of a sudden something is happening on the Instagram. Sometimes you feel as though. Uh uh finance just stay around in your stomach. How could you on the room? You just go like you and you're like, go dear go. If you were seated, you find you are pressing the floor right there. Rah, 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 rah. Before you know it, you are everywhere. Ra But then you, you you discover that you can't continue pressing. So you stand somewhere in your left, rah, what are you doing? Shaking yourself. And while you're shaking, all of a sudden, the problem that looks so big begins to look so small. Why? Because power is being generated, power is being activated. You are there to out, oh, man, shut up. Hey! Ah, by the time you realize, what is this
1: mountain You begin to prophesy, you find yourself prophesying,
0: you find yourself speaking the word of God with power. Some people have never done such things. I'm like, I don't know why. I don't feel the power of God. I don't experience the power of God. You do that for an hour. By the time you are done, you feel that power moving every part of your being. Jesus. Then you wonder where, where are my fears now? Where are my worries? They're all gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. That the little, little exercise, exercise I did, and he was cigarettes. I think that power is moving through my head. Ah, glory. I'll tell you how I found this out in the scriptures. One day I was joking. I read, I read, I read, then I stopped. When I stopped, I felt that power was. Joking. I said, Bro, I was just joking. He said, Remember, something would shake so You were shaking yourself. I said, I was not praying. I was just listening to your word while joking the ah, 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 I said, God show me more yeah. 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 it. yeah. yeah. scripture. This is not where you are You are sickness attacking your body. You take the pain away, The Bible says, when the flesh was shaken, were they were filled with the ah. Spirit. They spoke with boldness. Ah. They spoke with boldness. They were not saying, "Help No, with boldness, and there was great power. Ah. There was great power. Yeah. You see, you learn to apply the scriptures. Isaiah sixty-four, verse seven. You learn to shake yourself in prayer, and you don't pray in times. Desire is it. a very important tool for effectiveness in the kingdom of God look at me. And there is none that calleth upon thy name that steereth up himself to take hold of me. No one who is tearing himself ready to take hold. There is a the revelation of God that you want to see manifest. There is no one who is tearing himself. When you steer yourself like that, you are ready to take hold of God. And say, God, you must manifest now as the resurrection and the life. I will not be you are taking hold of him. You are bringing God into your situation. He says, there is who the answer. This is for thou has keep that face from us. And has consumed us because of our activities. But then he says, there is no one who is steering himself. So you can steer yourself and take a hold of him. You steer yourself. That's what Jacob did. When you study that story of Jacob wrestling with an angel. In the book of Hosea. Hosea shows us it was more than a risk. It was a prayer that it was going. Maybe I should read it for you, just for the record. Hosea chapter 12, did you give me from this one? Just get it from this one. Hosea 12, from this one. Oh, If them provoked him to anger, not bitterly, Therefore shall we leave his blood upon him, and his reproach, and his reproach uh, where are we now. Ephraim feedeth on wind and followed after the east wind. He caught he, he daily increases lies and desolation, and they do a do make a covenant with the Assyrians and always started into Egypt. Verse 2, let's continue. The Lord has also a controversy with Judah and will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his doings will he recompenses Verse 3. Look at verse 3. He took his brother by the heel in the womb. That's Jacob. And by his strength, look at that, by his strength, he did what? He had power with God. By his strength, he had power with God. Ah, we thought it was power with the angel. No, <laughs> so, Osea, a prophet, gives revelation. He says it was God He had power with God. God. Yeah! He had power over the angel. oh. oh. So that angel was not an ordinary angel, it was the manifestation of God. He had power of the angel and prevailed. Look at how he prevailed. And he worked. The Bible says he worked. And made supplication and healed. So it was beyond the physical contact with the angel. He was making supplication. When he said I will not leave you. The man had scared himself. And he had laid hold of God. I'm not, I'm not coming another day for this same matter. Today the matter must be settled. He took a hold of God. He said, I will not let you go and you bless him. And the Bible says, he made supplication unto him, he found him in Bethel, and there he spoke with us. He took a hold of supplication, petition, yes. he brought forth his strong reasons, wrestled with the Lord. And the Bible says he prevailed. And the man who said, I will kill you because that man had prevailed in prayer, the same man kissed him and embraced him and received he had favor with men because it prevailed in prayer. Brothers and sisters, this. I have seen that because many have not been taught how to pray correctly, they have altogether given up prayer. They just send prayer requests. Pray for me, pray for me. They have no faith in their own faith. Because they their own faith will not work. But your faith will work in Jesus' name. <laughs> Why will it not work? you have the same salvation just like any other person. The same father who is my father is your father. The same one those people pray to me, the Bible is one you're praying to. The same word they use to stand upon is the word that you have been given. You too can pray and receive answers. Praise God. Hallelujah. I wish you would go on and on, but this is where we have to stop today. So, the uh, sitting position. You want to learn God is your teacher, you want the Holy Spirit to teach you. He never the Holy Spirit, never teaches you. because you will never, you never appear as a student. When you appear before him as a student, he will manifest as a teacher. And he will teach you, he will teach you. And then we talked about the standing position where you pray the prayer of faith. You can speak to mountains, speak to situations. Then we talked about shaking yourself in prayer, especially while you're praying in your Ghost. You shake yourself. And then you can add other things to this prayer, like lifting up your hands. Hallelujah. While you're seated there in prayer, can you can lift your hands or open them. Okay. The Bible talks about opening your hands in prayer or lifting your hands When you lift your hands in prayer, it's not a sign of surrender. It is a spiritual sacrifice. You are actually offering incense to God. It is equivalent to the bulls and and, and gods that they were offering in the Old Testament. You are putting something on your altar for worship when you lift your hands. Hallelujah can you give me First Peter chapter Timothy 2 verse 8? Let's do that quickly. Hallelujah,
1: hallelujah.
0: Let's read it together, one to go. I didn't I didn't hear you. Can we study from the beginning again? One to go. Men pray. Did you say that? I will therefore that men pray where? Whether at home, at the office, at church, this is I will want you to pray this way. Pray how? Lifting up holy hands. Without what? Without wrapped and down. That means that you're going to lift those hands in faith. You're going to lift those hands if you have not forgiven them or you forgive. You don't lift those hands if you can also give are supposed to forgive. No wrath, no hand rat. And then he says, they are holy hands. Sacrifice. He says, that's what, that's how I want you to pray. Now, these are physical hands. We're not just talking about you lifting up spiritual hands. Physical hands. That's what we say, lift your hands to heaven. I'm sure you wonder what, why are we lifting up? Every time, lift your hands. We're not in school where they say, I'm up, sideways down, I'm up. No, 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 it's something spiritual. For example, you are saying, stretch your head toward this person. Do you know what you're doing? Why did God say to Moses, stretch your head over the sea and
1: divide?
0: Mm. He, he would have just said, okay, now Moses, I will divide the sea. Mm. No, he said, stretch your head over the sea. He had to direct the power of God. Hey, hallelujah. Pray Pray the Lord. Lord. Yes, he had to give direction to the power. So when he stretched his head over the sea, you are directing the power toward that place. Then God will say, Stretch your hand over the air. Set your hand over the land. He, he, his hand over the road. And he said, that road, he will perform signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. So he says, Stretch your hands. You are actually releasing and directing the power toward that person. Lift your hands toward heaven. Okay, let me give you another scripture. Psalm 141, verse 2. Psalm 141, verse 2. Psalm chapter 141, verse 2. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense, and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. So, the lifting up of my hands is like sacrifice that will be offered in the evening time. And so you just you it, you lift your hands. Now you can add that. Another thing that I've noticed about the lifting up of my head is that it connects you to the power of God. It's more like an antenna. Okay. Maybe that is too much for, for this class. It's more like an antenna. For example, the way you are in this place, if I just lift my hands like this, I can connect to the power that is in the atmosphere. Because what power is present? It's so not all the time that healing power is present. Maybe the power is present for sinners to be saved. Maybe the power is present for people to be healed. And when I lift my hands, I'm able to tell, oh, oh the healing power is here. Then I can say, let the sick come. And you will notice, why the sick are coming, my hands are just Because I know that power is here. You can connect. Not only that, lifting up of your hands is a command in the spirit. It commands victory. The Bible yeah. tells us that Moses lifted up his hands while Joshua went to fight. And the more his hands went up, the more they were in the battle. He was actually commanding victory in the battle. His hands were just being he was not even praying. His hands were just being Oh there's just so much to learn from God's word. You just said you lift up your hands. You will feel that mighty presence of the Holy Spirit. You will know what to do. Well, you not you lift your hands this way, you it. lift your hands. You? You, you see what I am telling you. You did it before, you didn't know what you were doing. Now you know what you are doing. You see, what you are doing, you are commanding victory. Victory in your life. Is there a battle before you? This is, this is a sign of victory. I imagine you are there, just seated before the Lord, and you're like, Lord, you are good, Lord, you are kind. I know that if you teach me here, I will make it. I will make it. If you show me what you do, I will come out victorious. All oh, you may be in a standing posture, and you lift your hands. And while your hands are lifted, you are issuing out decrees, words of faith. He said, I declare this is a great week for me. And your hands are just like that. This is a great week. In this week I will make it. In this week I will prosper. In this week no and again we against me, shall prosper. Is that what you are doing? Oh, you are shaking yourself and your hands are like that. You are putting a lot of spiritual tools together. Working out something in the realm of the spirits. These are mysteries. You see, results are what it means to be. They are, they are principles in those where that command results. That's how we know that if we apply these principles, something will happen. Something will happen. You can always tell that something is going to happen. Something is going to happen. Now, stand right here. Keep those hands lifted. While your hands are lifted, stick over your wings. Begin to speak over your mouth. Let's skip those things. Let's apply what we have learned. Speak over the woman. Because by speaking in tongues, and then you go ahead and speak blessings over your mouth. Remember, the king stood and you looked know at the people you wanted to bless. Barak understood that if you want to bless the children of Israel, you need to be able to bless them. So each time you want to come and test the people, you have to make them stand somewhere where you can see the people. Because just are see the week before you. See the week before you. And it is victory ahead
1: of time. Victory ahead of time. The Bible says